fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. A brand new week, a brand new day. Welcome into The Voice of Reason. We are broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Great to have you along for the ride today. You can find us all over our social media as we do have the live stream up on YouTube right now. Facebook still banning us, not liking it. I tried to reset it today. I tried. I really did. But I didn't like it, so we are on YouTube, we are on Twitter, we are on Twitch.tv as well. All of our social media, you can find it at Hoosier Reason. That's no I in Hoosier, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason, a brand new month. Welcome into February. Welcome into the show. Great to have you along for the ride today. We have a big show lined up for you. I hope you had a great weekend, at least better than mine. Now, I'm not going to say this for the pity party or anything, but I have to say I'm kind of glad it's a brand new week. I'm kind of glad the weekend was over. You want to know how my weekend went? And again, this is not to complain or anything because honestly, it was overall a really great week. We got some really cool stuff that's about to happen for us and for the show and as we continue to fight for good things and all that good jazz. So, I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm actually in a really good mood. I'm doing great today, but it was a rough weekend. Have to admit, Saturday, as many of you know, if you live in the Wichita area, I do the local radio talk show on Kansas Talk. We talk about state issues instead of the national issues on this program nationwide. But it was it's a state talk show where we talk about the state politics, the governor, the state legislature. We talk about issues here in the state of Kansas, and I love it. It's a great show. I woke up Saturday morning getting ready to come down to the station, and I came down to the station to find that we had technical issues. Now, as the operations manager for the company that I work at, I had a tough time trying to get things back up and running. Now, we had some weather come in, so I'm assuming that's what it probably was from, but we got everything back up and running. Okay, you know what? Fine. It happens. Everything's good to go. Had a good show. Afterwards, we went back to the home as we were doing some drywalling, getting ready for the Hoosier Media Network studios as we're building those at the at the home base in the bunker, so to speak, and get there. We have eight-foot-tall ceilings. They only had a 15-foot drywall lift which, okay, fine, they said it could work for it, so it's all great. Get the 15-foot drywall lift, and now I usually drive my car because I drive the most, and we live about a half hour away from the studio on the other side of town kind of thing, outside just a little bit. So we swapped vehicles, the wife and I did, Mrs. Voice of Reason. I took her truck so I could take the drywall lift home while she ended up going to the grocery store and doing the other errands with my car. So we switched vehicles. I handed her the key. She handed me, and uh, I had the key for the truck. I grabbed that. We all head home. The little Voice of Reason says, I want to ride with you, Dad. All right, cool. We go on up home. We drive half hour away while she goes to the other side of town to continue the grocery shopping. I get there. I realize that I don't have my home key with me because I gave her my keys for the car. So that was wonderful. So we had no idea or no way to get into the home to actually start working. So while I'm renting the day drywall lift for the day for the Hoosier Media Network Studios, I can't begin to drywall because she has the keys. No use in going back because it's a half hour back the other direction, and she's probably going to be done by about that time. So I call her up. She says, you know what? Go out to eat with uh, the little one, and I'll be there soon. Order me this. Everything's great. 
We go out there to the restaurant. We sit down. We order the food. I order her food because i thinking, oh, geez, she's not going to be that long. She'll be here soon, and by the time the food gets out here, she'll be ready to go. Oh, no. Oh, no. We look like the weirdos with the random plate of food on the other side of the table because she was still shopping, and I was not aware of that, and we it, it just looked funky. Everybody's looking to be like, wow, did he just get stood up? So we started to play into it. We're sitting at the restaurant, and little voice of reason and I, she's on my side of the booth, and we're sitting there and be like, are you enjoying your meal, honey? Looking at the other side and making people feel just a little bit uncomfortable. Why? Because we can. That's why. So we get done eating. We box everything up. We go back to the house. She shows up. She's like, all right, before you start working, can you help me unload the groceries? Sure, not a problem. She's in there starting to put things away. I'm bringing the groceries in. What do I do with my rotten oil schluck on on, uh, Saturday? I drop something. Okay, not a big deal. She's like, what was that? Please don't tell me it was uh, whatever it was, the the bread or something. I said, no, it wasn't like that. I looked down. It was the eggs. Eggs all over the kitchen floor. This is the day that I was having. Just the nice. It, I, it's one of those days where the bad energy, I guess, has just built up for so long because so many awesome things have been going that it was just like a release of bad mojo on a Saturday. It was weird. Spill the eggs all over the kitchen floor. That's awesome. All right, clean that up get the drywall lift downstairs as we're trying to work on the Hoosier Media Network Studios. I start to work on it. I get the first piece all cut. I sit, It's still, by the way, really hard because it's a 15-foot drywall lift, which means it's still like six feet above, so I have to lift the drywall up by myself over onto the top of the drywall lift in order to get it up onto the ceiling. I get it on the drywall lift after lifting it up there above my head, which, you know, thank God for me getting back into shape and being able to do so. I start to back it into the corner where the first piece needs to go, and the drywall lift does not twist. And because it does not twist, the tripod of the wheels on the bottom, the one of the sections, will not go further that way because it's ramming into the wall, which means I cannot back the drywall up into the corner that I need to do so in order to fit it into place. After numerous uh, FCC violation words that I was saying in my home at that time. It's already six in the afternoon. I had rented the drywall lift for an entire day. I didn't have a single piece of drywall up right now, and the drywall lift is not working for me as needed be. At the same time, I get a call from an individual who was doing a weekend program live in the studio and says, oh, by the way, Andy, the board went dead. No lights on it, no nothing. It's just not working. Again, more FCC violation words that I'm not able to express on the radio at this time. And I said, you know what? We're calling today a day. I wrapped it up. I struggled to fit the whole drywall lift back apart, take it all apart, put it back on the little dolly thing as they just had it. And it wasn't fitting. It was falling apart. I'm trying to get in a hurry to rush to the station to fix the studio. And I finally get the dolly up. I get it back in the truck. I drive a half hour back to the studio. I get that issue fixed. I go to the hardware store and I say, I need to return this. It didn't suit my issues. I wasn't able to use it. You know, the $50 a day for the rental, I guess I'm just going to have to eat it, but it wasn't worth it. Luckily, they cut me a deal and only charged me 20 bucks instead of 50 bucks for the four hours I rented it and didn't get a single bit of drywall up over the weekend. But it was a new day, and by Sunday, it was fantastic, and it was a great fresh start. The reason I tell you this is not just because I wanted to complain and because I would need your sympathy at all in any way, shape, or form, but because I still remember at the end of the day that... Well, I was going to say Joe Biden wasn't my president, but I guess that one kind of, uh, (laughs) 
I guess we still have that problem on our hands. So nonetheless, it was a rough weekend, but I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I'm back at it. I got all the negative energy mojo out. So now we just have smooth sailing from here on out. On the positive front, if you do subscribe to the newsletter for The Voice of Reason, you got that this morning. I was working on that yesterday. I was really excited with it. We have like 10 new people that signed up over last month. So thank you for that. We killed it on the downloads for the podcast, uh, even more so than what I ever anticipated. So we went through our glass ceiling already. And we're starting off 2021 in a really, 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 really good place with the show, with the Hoosier Media Network, with stuff that Mrs. Voice of Reason is working on. So I am more than excited to start off this year in a really good light. So welcome and coming up at the bottom of the hour today, we have Ari Hoffman. He is with the Post Millennial, a correspondent out of Seattle, Washington. I know. So we'll get his take on some of the latest issues. Plus, he wants to talk about the executive orders from Joe Biden. I want to get his thoughts on the 50 executive order marathon that we just saw over the last two weeks with Joe Biden just kind of saying, you know what, Congress? I got it. Hold my beer. Watch this. So we'll talk about all the executive orders coming out of the new White House with Ari Hoffman at the bottom of the hour. I also saw another piece of, I guess, kind of good news if you want to talk about what's trending today. What's trending today? So some good news on the front is that the Republican Party, according to the Associated Press, has said the quote, they are staying neutral should Donald Trump choose to run again. Now, think about that for just a second. First off, the Republican Party always needs to stay neutral in the primary election. If you've ever worked in politics in any way, shape, or form at all, at the local level, doing the grassroots campaigning, if you've been involved with the county Republican Party or the state party, if you ever ran a campaign, in the primary elections, the party itself stays neutral. It usually doesn't campaign for one candidate or another, sometimes maybe a little bit if it's an incumbent candidate that's been there for a state house seat or a county commission seat or something, they'll usually maybe throw a little bit towards the incumbent as opposed to the the primary challenger but most of the time they'll stay indifferent we don't have an opinion just do your thing we'll support the republican candidate whoever comes out victorious at the end of the day in the primary election that's normally standard procedure for the republican party so the statement saying that they're going to stay neutral if donald trump chooses to run again is pretty standard you know what if he chooses to run again all the power to him if he makes it through the primary election in the 2024 presidential election then we'll support him like we did before That's a typical standard, typical standard comment, typical standard position that a political party will stay on. Now, the Democrats are a little bit different because the Democrats like their establishment. They like their same old, same old. They like the old guard, which is why AOC, even though she's in a lot of heat with the DNC right now, she has not contributed to the Democrat National Committee a whole lot for the political contributions. Every candidate is supposed to chip in on the Democrat side. That way they can help different candidates. She doesn't like it because they support the incumbent and she wants more progressive value. So she doesn't donate. And she's like $100,000 in debt with the DNC right now because they want their money from her and she's not giving it to them. So I guess kudos to her for that, for trying to change it. Now she's changing it for a worse off position, but nonetheless, she's trying to change the system. So hats off to you, I guess. The Republican Party is trying to stay neutral, but it's more unique right now because whether you believe Donald Trump's going to run again in 2024 or not, I don't think he's going to. I think he's too old. I don't think it's going to do any good for him if he chooses to run again. We need to find a new leader. We need to find somebody else that can carry that momentum and continue on. Now, I don't want him to disappear from politics. 
I want him to stay involved in politics. I just don't think that him running for president is going to do any good. And if they did rig the election against him in this last election, which I believe they did, then it's not going to change at all four years from now when the establishment has grown. They've deepened their roots in there. They've regrounded themselves after the last four years and they can fight him again even worse because they know what to expect from him. So I don't know that it's going to do any good, but the Republican Party saying that they're trying to stay neutral. The sad part is that's probably the best we're ever going to get from Republican leaders inside the RNC saying that we're just going to stay neutral. It's sad because what they should be doing is we ran on the platform last year on the Trump platform of deregulating, of cutting taxes, of trying to reform the establishment. That was the platform. If you remember, it was big issue during the RNC convention last year saying that they weren't going to actually set a platform. They were just going to run on the Donald Trump platform. And the media lost their minds over the RNC and the Republican Party itself nationwide, saying we're not going to have our own actual platform. We're just going to support the Donald Trump platform. And now they're trying to back away. There's stories right now saying the Republican Party's dead, that they're going to have amnesia, and that they're going to forget the Donald Trump era from the last four years. These aren't the droids you're looking for. That's really going to be their mantra over the next four years. If it's true or not, I don't know. I hope not. He did bring 75 million votes to the table in November of last year. So he obviously had a large movement. So the fact that now they're going neutral as opposed to we don't like him and we don't want to remember him at all. We don't want to remember the last four years. The fact that they're just saying neutral and saying, well, if he runs again, we'll support him if he gets the primary election. To us, unfortunately, that's the best we're going to get from the RNC. Because they're not going to take a bold stance because most of the leadership in the Republican Party, like Mitch McConnell and those other ones, are not bold stance type of individuals. They're the wishy-washy, well, I guess what everybody else wants. We don't want to rock the boat because we're scared of our own shadow and we don't want to take a hard stance because then we'll lose support. And we don't want to do that because two people that leave means that we have to kind of recalibrate our entire message. So the best we're going to get is a Republican Party that acts like Sweden. We have no opinion. We have nothing to see here. Whatever you end up doing, we'll just kind of go along with the flow. And to me, doesn't sound like a whole lot of leadership, which is why you and I need to continue to work on changing leadership in the Republican Party to make them have bold, strong, conservative stances. Last to get to here on a Monday for The Voice of Reason. Stay tuned. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Thanks for hanging out today. Radio, TV, and live streaming. You can find the live stream all over our social media at Hoosier Reason. I just got a notification of a few new subscribers on our Twitch channel, so that's awesome. I promise you I'm starting to work more on the Twitch channel. I have not done so a whole lot, but I am working on that. So you can go to twitch.tv. You can find us at Hoosier Reason on there. You can find the live stream every day. You can find all of our old programs on there as well. We have the reminder, the schedule on there to be live each and every day. So you can subscribe, get notifications, and watch us leave comments on there. And we thank you very much to do so. Also on the YouTube, plus we are on radio and TV as well. The newsletter seems to be getting some good response. We had, as we mentioned, a bunch of new subscribers for this last month and got an email back from a listener saying that she enjoyed. So thank you for that, Joyce. We appreciate that uh, as well. I love hearing those comments, uh, good or bad, on your thoughts of the show. Things to improve on. Andy, you talk too fast. I have heard that one on occasion. So <laughs> I don't know. That's how fast my mind works, and I try to keep up with my mind as much as I can, or else I'll lose what I'm. For- I'll forget what I'm actually saying. So there is that one. Uh, let's see here. So we have a Republican Party who is now essentially wanting to be Sweden because that's what they do. And you know what? I guess that's the best we're going to get. It's up to us at the grassroots at the end of the day to preserve what we need to. And I mentioned this in our newsletter and in our blog, which you can find at HoosierReason.com uh, with our monthly blog, is there are three pillars. Andy, what can we do? What can we do? That's a question we always get asked. We're in a crazy time. Democrats run both chambers of Congress. They run the presidency. What can we do to prevent this garbage? There are three pillars of freedom that we need to stand on right now and do not let anyone try to take them away. And that is our religion. That is our freedom of speech. And that is our right to keep and bear arms. The first two amendments of the Constitution are our Bill of Rights. It's essentially what we need to fight for right now. The primary, when you get down to it, you ever have those goals where you try and set the goal, but you don't quite hit it. So you had the backup plan. That one falls through. So you get down to the bare minimum, the big, just down to the bare bones with your plan just to make something happen. That's essentially where we're at right now when it comes to our freedom. Joe Biden's not going to promote anything worth conservatism in any way, shape, or form. Congress is not going to get anything through that's relatively conservative in any way, shape, or form. Republicans will try to squeak through something in the Senate, having somewhat of a voice there, but in the House of Representatives, they're going to do the best they can and try and stop what they can, that's about it. That's about the farthest anything's going to go. Unfortunately, we have to look at the realism here. There are three pillars of freedom we need to focus on. Number one is our religion. Number two is going to be our 
right to speech, and number three is going to be our right to keep and bear arms. If those three stay and we preserve those, as in like you just don't abide whatever the, abide and go along with whatever they try to impose, then we can make the rest work. That's the bare minimum. You're not going to prevent us from going to church. You're not going to try and stop us from having faith, although many people are kind of falling out of that on their own because they believe the government's going to solve that for them. You're not going to tell us we can't speak. We're in that middle of that battle right now with the censorship on social media, with trying to connect to other conservatives, being able to voice our opinion without the fact checkers, quote unquote, the independent fact checkers on social media. Have you seen the latest, by the way, speaking of that? They have come out now, instead of just saying this is fake news from our independent fact checkers and they block it, they now have the the thing on the bottom when you share a post that says that not all the information is being presented. There's more to the story. There's actually there's a lack of content here. So they're not just banning things that they don't feel is right. They're now saying, oh, there's a conservative post here. It's not presenting all of the facts. And they now have the disclaimer from Facebook and YouTube or uh, Facebook and Twitter on there. With the disclaimer saying, yeah, not all, not everything's here. Meaning, yeah, that's one side of the story, but it's a falsehood because it's not all true. And then, of course, they're going to come after your firearms, which Joe Biden said he wants to do. Kamala Harris said she wants to do. Beto O'Rourke says he wants to do. So get ready. And when we blatantly just disregard those by nullifying at the statewide level, by supporting organizations that will help be able to fight this, and with you just doing it yourself, we can prevail. We can come out of this. So the three pillars... Read the blog. You can go to whosyourreason.com. We'll have that blog plus on the newsletter as well. But that's what we need to focus on, and we can do it. We can do it. It's going to be a good year for us. I promise you we're going to make this happen. When we come back, Ari Hoffman, the post-millennial out of Seattle, Washington. We'll chat with Ari coming up here on the show in just a minute on The Voice of Reason for a Monday. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. Half hour already. It goes by too fast. The fastest hour of radio on radio, really. Radio, TV, and live streaming. Plus, we have the podcast up as well. Great to have you for the ride today on a Monday. Making it happen. Trying to rebrand that millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Your millennial general reporting for duty. Speaking of, I'm excited to have this guest on the program as he is a associate editor and Seattle correspondent for the Post-Millennial. Excited to have on the program with us today, Ari Hoffman with us. Ari, how are you, my friend? 
I'm great. Thank you for having me. Hey, I appreciate you coming on very much. Now, Seattle, Washington, that is a place I've always wanted to go. It looks so beautiful up there. I am terrified to show up there right now with all the Antifa garbage that's going on. How is uh, Seattle treating you right now? Well, I'll tell you, I moved here to get away from all that kind of craziness in New York, different kind of craziness, of course, at that time. But uh, now it's it's something else. I mean, the way it looks in the pictures, the way it looks in the movies, it used to be a very beautiful city, and now it looks like New York in the 1970s or 80s. The, complete, the city's getting completely run down, and it's all because of the people who are in charge. They let the city get to this place. You're talking about Antifa has the run of the streets. As soon as these guys get arrested, if they get arrested, they're immediately released to reoffend. It's like sending soldiers right back to the battlefield. It's not just Antifa they do that with. It's with regular criminals, which is why we have a problem with prolific offenders, and crime is spiking. I think crime spiked almost 300% last year alone. How unbelievable. Now, the reason I wanted to bring up Seattle was because I was just watching the last couple of weeks one of my favorite shows of Frasier and uh, being stationed at you know, the, the radio show up there in Seattle and the beautiful coast of Seattle. And, I mean, I think it looks absolutely beautiful. And like I said, I've always wanted to go. I just I wouldn't go there right now. Now, is it and we'll get to the other issue here in a second, but is it law enforcement? Is it just the elected officials kind of binding the hands of law enforcement? Why can't we crack down on some of this garbage? Let's break it down piece by piece. You have a an elected a bunch of elected officials who think that there's no such thing as crime. That everybody who offends, they did so because something happened to them in their childhood and they're just misunderstood. So they try to let as many people go as they possibly can. They don't believe in addressing the drug problem. They don't understand that sometimes homelessness is not because a person's down on their luck, but oftentimes because it's a drug problem or a mental health problem. They don't understand that these Antifa people that they let out of the box are really out there to destroy the country. They're anarchists. They don't care if it's Joe Biden. They don't care if it's Donald Trump. They just want to overturn the country. They want Marxism. They don't even know what they want half the time. And well, they think true. That this was their voting base. Right. Yeah. So they just they go along with whatever they want, and that's what's happening. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we heard about the Antifa protests burning the American flag on the inauguration day of Joe Biden when we're like, wait a second, isn't that the guy you kind of wanted? It? it wasn't the guy they wanted in there because they wanted... The interviews I heard was they wanted Bernie Sanders as a start to their agenda, but that's not even where exactly they wanted to go with the Bernie Sanders and the socialism and the Marxism and all that other garbage. That was just the whoever beginning of it. Think is, yeah. Yeah, they think whoever's anti-opposition, I mean, whoever's the opposition to what's going on now. When Biden got elected, they were posting back to the battlefield, rinse and repeat, because to them it doesn't matter who's in the office. <laughs> Oh, man. It's so unfortunate. And unfortunately, now we have, as you mentioned, the local leaders across the nation that are trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, they had trauma in their life. They're children that just, you know, had the participation trophy. We just need to go easy on them, rehabilitate them, maybe, you know, therapy them to some degree. But it's not just at the local levels. Now we have a national administration like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, where Kamala Harris had done many different fundraisers to try and bail these individuals out of prison across the nation that are sympathizers to them. So is this something we could potentially be seeing across the nation here very soon? I think you're already starting to see it. I mean, don't forget, this was really more in Portland than it was in Seattle, and it spread to Seattle. Now you're seeing these BLM protests, and BLM and Antifa go hand in hand. People don't want to acknowledge that, but that's really what's happening. You see these protests across the country. We saw Kenosha burn to the ground because they bought a false narrative about what actually happened there. This is going to continue across the country, especially in places which are run by Democrats, because the Democrats don't believe that they need to actually enforce the law. They believe they need to go along with this social justice, America systemically racist idea. And it's destroying the country, because if America is systematically racist, you need to tear down the whole thing in order to fix the problem. 
That's what they want to do. We're talking with Ari Hoffman. He is a small business owner, also former politician, associate editor, Seattle correspondent for the Post Millennial. Let's talk about the Biden administration here for just a second. As we've seen, like, what, 40 or 50 executive orders, the executive order marathon from Joe Biden. I think he's, you know, knowing he's probably not going to be in office for too long before he's tripped down the stairs by Kamala to some degree. So he might as well get his agenda out right now. Here, Congress, hold my beer. You guys don't need to worry about anything. We'll take care of it ourselves. Talk about some of the executive orders. Where are we at in this nation now compared to just three weeks ago? And what has Joe Biden done? It's amazing how much damage can be done in just a week, a week and a half. Because executive orders were meant as a tool to enact the laws made by Congress. They were not meant for what they're being done with right now. And you're talking about, let's look at immigration for a second. Great. So we have no jobs for Americans right now. So you're going to bring in millions of illegal immigrants and then say, here's jobs, here's health care, here's all the the resources you get as an American citizen, here's all the benefits. Who's paying for this? Money doesn't grow on trees, even though Democrats seem to think they do. And I don't really know where they're planning on getting all this from, especially with so many businesses out of work. Where's the tax revenue coming from? How are they going to pay for all this? And meanwhile, you have a massive crime problem in major cities. You don't know who's coming across the border because these people aren't vetted. And I'm not saying all illegal immigrants are criminals, but you don't know who's in that batch. All it takes, it took 11... I'm sorry, it took 11 terrorists on 9-11 to come through our borders, and look what happened. Who knows what could be in this batch? We just don't know. And they don't even want to get rid of the ones who commit felonies when they're here. That's well, the danger of these executive orders. They've gotten rid of so many of the uh, the deportations that were happening under the Trump administration. They've gotten rid of the uh, the stoppage that we saw at the walls, and now they're kind of doing the catch and release. On day one, he stopped the building of the wall on the southern border. It's really going back to the old style uh, to do, uh, I'm guessing, a setup for a massive amnesty, a massive just naturalization or massive whatever he's going to do here relatively soon. And by the way, all of it seems to be with a theme with all these executive orders when it comes to a, a focus on environmentalism. The COVID-19 stimulus package needs to have Green New Deal garbage in it, where we're going to put electric vehicles for all the federal cars in it. We need to stop the building of the wall because it's environmentally sound, or it's not environmentally sound to build it. We need to be more environmentally friendly. Everything has to do with the environment, which really, in my mind, just kind of gives them more control, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. It's, okay, you know what? COVID happened. Let's tear down the economy because capitalism doesn't work. (laughs) Or, you know what? These riots happened. Let's tear down the economy because capitalism doesn't work. Why is it always tear down America to fix a problem that has nothing to do with it? Now you look at the environment for a minute. There are plenty of cost-effective measures we can do. When an electric car is built well, like a Tesla, and people actually want to buy the thing, they go out and buy it. But meanwhile, Joe Biden says he wants a a carbon-neutral vehicle. They don't exist. Net zero emissions, they don't exist exist because they have to draw off the power grids. Let's look at California for a minute. Their power system is falling apart. It caused the biggest wildfire they ever had in their history in 2018. And they can't keep the lights on. And they have running blackouts. They have mandated blackouts. They have running brownouts. How are you going to power that electric car they want you to buy? And where's that power going to come from? Because now they want to get rid of the hydroelectric plants in Washington state because they hurt the fishies. They don't want to use nuclear. They don't want to use coal. Sorry, guys, but those big, big fan farms, those big propellers, they actually kill a lot of birds. Everything has some kind of impact. So which one are you going to go with? I did not realize they were trying to get rid of the hydro energy out there in Washington. What? Uh, why? I mean, what's the purpose of that? It's because it's harming the fish. 
Yes, exactly right. I mean, while they've been there for decades. So this isn't a new problem. It's a figure out how to solve the fish problem. That's what you got to work on, as opposed to saying, let's tear down the whole system. Oh, man. We're talking with Ari Hoffman with the Post Millennium. You can find him online at ariehoffman.org. That's A-R-I Hoffman.org. Let's talk about in the next few minutes here. Let's talk about uh, what's to come potentially. Are you concerned with a Democrat majority in both chambers with a President Joe Biden and or Kamala Harris? Are you concerned about the uh, the stocking of the, the Supreme Court, getting more Supreme Court nomination, uh, nominees on there, Supreme Court justices? Are you worried about a national popular vote and getting rid of the Electoral College? Big things that if they do, we'll never see control at the federal level again that they've kind of hinted that they wanted to do. Is that something they're going to try and ram through here over the next year? I'm afraid of some things. I'm encouraged by others. Creating a commission to study the Supreme Court is actually a good thing in my mind. Why? Because no commission ever yields any results in Washington, D.C. So perhaps that is just a stalling tactic because they know they'll never actually get it done because there's enough Democrats that won't vote for it. So I'm kind of hoping there's a little bright spot there. But I think they will push forward with populist ideas like making Washington, D.C. a state because most people don't know that it was created specifically not to be a state. I don't think that most people know that because they don't study history. I think they're going to push forward with whatever they think they can push forward with. But I think that some of the bigger ticket items like the Supreme Court, they're just not going to be able to get done. That's good news, at least. I mean, at least we have a little bit of encouraging news there. That they're t- I mean, I guess it is a typical politician. They say all these grand things that they want to do, then do a 10-year study and see how well it works out. And by that time, they're like, well, you just need to keep me in power so I can continue to try and research this to do it later on down the road with a long-term plan. <laughs> That's the hope. Exactly right. That's the hope. And hopefully we only get four years of this and we can solve things by then. Uh, do you think, and that's the last question, we got about a minute here before we have to let you go, but uh, the Democrat Party itself, they're in the power. They do very well with elections, bringing out the emotional arguments for individuals. But once they're in leadership, it's so radical and so extreme. Do you think they're going to shoot themselves in the foot because of going too far to the left and the pendulum will swing back in the next election? Or do you think that the majority of Americans are just going to get so used and warm up to it that this is going to be the standard from now on? The question is, how long of a memory do the voters have? How long are they going to remember what happened with the Keystone Pipeline? How long are they going to remember that 60,000 jobs were killed because of that? And how many more jobs are going to be killed? Does it affect them at their kitchen table? That is what is going to decide if they stay in power or not. And that is what we have to push on. And what's happening right now is you see they're pushing this narrative of Republicans are evil. They cause riots because they don't want to discuss that. They're the ones who cause riots all summer long. They're trying to distract from that. So as long as you can keep the topic focused on this is all stuff, the harm they caused you as a citizen, then you can win some stuff back. Amen to that. Hopefully we can remind everybody what's actually really going on. Ari Hoffman with the Post of Millennial. Check him out, arihoffman.org. Stay safe in Seattle. Those kind of conversations will have you like beat the street or something. So be safe out there. We'd love to get you back on the show again. We're here real soon. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Hey, appreciate it very much. We'll take a break here. Wrap up our number one of The Voice of Reason for a Monday. Lots to get to as we're going by at a really fast pace. Stay here on the show. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. 
And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today for a Monday, the greatest day of the week, setting the tone for a whole brand new week, for a whole brand new month, and for a whole 2021. We're ready to rock and roll here on the show, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag here on the show. Thanks again to Ari Hoffman coming on the program. A great conversation. He is on it, and I... I'm really encouraged with what I'm hearing out of Seattle, Washington, with that kind of conversation after all the craziness that goes on up there. So we appreciate him and keep up the fight. And I'm no, I'm sure that he gets like death threats every single day from crazy people up there in the Seattle, Washington area. So we got a lot to get to, don't we? We have a lot of fights that we have to fight, but we can do it as long as we're aware. Again, I've never seen more engaged, angry, frustrated politically active people in my entire life. Now, I'm a millennial, so obviously I don't have as much experience. But again, I've never seen this kind of energy before. Just from people that are like, wait a second, something's fishy. One of these things is not like the other. So here we have good news. We have a party that's starting to stand up for itself. We have a message that we're going to be very clear and distinct about of uh, we support conservative principles. The party that needs to support the Trump movement. We need to call out the Democrats for what they are because, as I mentioned in the last segment, the Democrats can only do so much before they shoot themselves in the foot. They cannot say we are the terrible domestic terrorists that are causing all the violence when they are allowing that to happen. They said over the last four years with all the Black Lives Matter and the Antifa protests that that's under Trump's watch, right? That was under Trump's watch. It's his fault. It's his responsibility. They said they would stop as long as he leaves office. Well, guess what? He left office. Joe Biden's in office now, and yet they still happened on Inauguration Day. Now, the media's not going to cover it. They're not going to talk about it, so we have to be aware of these things, and it's going to continue because they just want to watch the world burn, and yet that's going to be under Biden's watch. And by the way, not just under Biden's watch, but under his own philosophy. When the head of the DNC and the chairman and the co-chairman of the DNC are taking pictures with the Antifa handbook, then you know you have a problem. 
when you have Kamala Harris that was working to bail out these same individuals that are still protesting today, you can't lay that at the hands and at the feet of Republicans and conservative movements. It's just not going to happen. But we need to wake more people up. Did you see the story? It's kind of weird. According to studyfinds.org, I always find these kind of fascinating, what they call a zombie nation. There was a survey done of more than 31,000 individuals that show because of increased stress, insufficient uh, insufficient amount of sleep, mental health problems, and stress that were caused by a whole host of symptoms that doctors are seeing the same symptoms now from patients, from individuals, as if they have had a concussion in a fog, kind of, where they're just kind of going about their day, but they can't really focus on anything. Now, I don't know about you. I had this as a child, and I don't know what snapped me out of it. I don't know if I just slowly became aware of it, and I tried to really focus and work on it. But my entire childhood, all the way really up through college, and it's not because I was drinking a lot of adult beverages in college either. That probably didn't help the situation, but it wasn't the cause of. But all the way through my childhood and all the way up through college, I remember looking back, I was in a fog, a really, really bad fog. I was going through the motions each day. I wasn't very aware of my surroundings. I didn't have a whole lot of, you know, sensory ship around to be aware of my surroundings, to really focus on the here and now, to really focus on what was going on around. I just was I was in a fog. I was in a daze all day, even as a child. It was really weird. I was in a focus like that. And I, I kind of when they say that, you know, people are in this concussion kind of fog, I get it. And I don't know what it was. And then slowly as I got out of college, really as I started getting into radio, as I started, as I got married and I started like doing daily things that way, I started realizing, wait a second, I can't just pass by these moments. They're really important moments and I need to cherish them and focus on them on a daily basis, minute by minute, and be aware of my surroundings and be in the moment to enjoy what's in front of me. And I never was really able to do that. But apparently there's a massive amount of people that are in a, in a fog as if they have had like brain trauma or concussions from what doctors are trying to experience, that people are just, they're overstressed, they're not sleeping, they're not properly eating, they're probably not exercising or working out to some degree, and they're just in a fog, in a daze, and just going through the motions. And I get it. I'm sure that sitting at a office job for eight, nine, ten hours a day probably doesn't help. Eating the donut when you get there probably doesn't help. And just going home and sitting in front of the TV probably doesn't help either. Those are the type of people that are just sitting there being the frogs in the boiling water, watching it happen, not aware of what's really happening when you increase taxes, when you inflate the dollar, when you spend massive amounts of money, when you increase regulation, when you take over industry, when you control people, when you take away their firearms, when you censor them on social media. The list goes on and on and on and on. And so many people, they're stressed, they're overworked, they're not sleeping, they're in that daze, they're not aware of it until it's actually in front of their face and it's already happened and you can't get it back. Those are the ones that you probably know some people like that where we can fight to get them back, wake them up, and grow this movement even larger than what it's at right now. That's why I'm excited. Just be careful because there's crazy people out there. That is for us today. As always, it's time for you to be the voice of reason, for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is the voice of reason. I'm Andy. Who's your podcast going up a little bit? We got a heck of a week for you. Until then, have a great Monday evening. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you.
You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.